When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Oh, it's game day, and that is Origin 3 in in Sydney, of course. And can Queensland go on to a whitewash? Only seven, seven times in history since in 42 years. That It's amazing, though, isn't it? It is. I thought there was going to be a lot more. So mm. three to New South Wales have had a clean sweep, and four to Queensland yep. to date. Uh, but the Queenslands are poised to expand on on that record as well. Or can New South Wales create an upset and put some life back into origin for 2024, Matty Rogers? Yeah, well, it was um, probably Queensland's game two years ago in that game three where they they were, you know, rank underdogs and they came out and they won that last game. And it gave them a bit of momentum moving forward into the following, you know, the last two years. So, um, yeah, th- th- they'd be hoping that they can. That's for sure, Sats. Yeah. Uh, This is Sports Day, of course. We're brought to you by Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. On the show, we're going to go across enemy lines, catch up with Daily Telegraph sports journalist Michael Karianis. He's a tremendous young journo, he is, Michael, and he's going to give us a bit of an insight of what the thought process is around Brad Fittler and his side leading into tonight's match, which is not far away, mind you. It's just over two hours until kickoff, and then we'll have a full preview of State of Origin Game 3, thanks to Ream as well. So let's get into it, and first and foremost... There's not much to talk about from a Queensland point of view because it's been a, it's been quite a relaxed, quiet, calm, controlled um, preparation by Billy Slater. I, I suppose you can afford to do that when you, when you've got a clean bill of health going in. You may do really easy adjustments to your side, and and you've also won the series. But word coming out today that uh, Daly Cherry Evans was asked Rat about whether this will be mm. his his last Origin yep. and. He's still got a lot of thinking to do, but at 34 years of age and the way that he's playing, it's uh, it'd be hard to walk away from. Well, mate, given his form, um, he, he just he's like a fine wine, isn't yeah. he? I mean, I know it's an old cliche, but he just keeps getting better. And uh, I mean, you're a long time retired, Sat. So, and, you know, I know we've spoken about it. I, I probably had another year in me, and um, physically, but emotionally, I was a bit sort of tired. If if he's, I mean, it's certainly not the physical side of things that's going to stop no. him. Uh, because he's playing great footy and, you know, he puts on that Queensland jumper and he just grows another leg. So, yeah, look, it's uh, and it's such a critical position in the team. And the way he's steering the team around the park, he's got that connection with Munster. He's got the connection with... Um, um, who's our hooker? Yeah, Harry Grant, <laughs> Harry Grant and Ben Hunt. Yeah. He's had a complete mind blank then. <laughs> Too many hits around the head. Um, yeah, and it's just working, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, Ben Hunt's another one too. I mean, he's 34, I think. Um, You know, he's obviously going to go around again next year and the year after. You know, when when is it time that they do hang the hang the boots up? Um, Right now, I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't be making a call now. That's for sure. Mm. Remember at the start of the series, he said to Pat Welsh that it's one thing he looks forward to at the start of the season, even though during NRL, he pencils it into his mind and goes, I can't wait for this. Well, he did say when, when asked the question, he did say, I have thought about it, but then I get in the camp amongst all the boys and I just, 
I feel young again. And you do, don't you? You just oh, feel so man. good about being around mm. the players and having a good time. And he goes past Alfie Langer when it comes to, I think, consecutive Origin games as a halfback. 21 Origin matches. Alfie played 30, 30 or 34, I think, in the end. But um, but he's, he's, he's captained three Origin series now, which is – he'll go down as – as one of the great Origin captains to yeah. be able to win three Origins. But I think you hit the nail on the head, Rat. When it comes to Daly at 34 years of age, you don't make a decision now when you're full of emotion, whether it's good or bad ones, after tonight. You wait till your next preseason and yep. see how your body feels around the end of January. I yeah, think you absolutely. make a decision then, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's It'll be really easy. Well, not easy, but, you know, to think, think oh, let's go out, go out a winner and, you know, hoist a shield and, and call it a day. But... Um, yeah, I think back into pre-season next year, we'll get a good indication yeah. where he's at. Now, what'd you make of this? Young Stefano Yatoikamanu interviewed uh, over the last 24 hours and he revealed that Brad Fittler made a phone call to him and said, for game three, you're going to be rested. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting way to put it. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's it's probably just protecting him a little bit in, in relation to that. Um, you know, to, to say he's going to be rested. Um, no, I get it. I, I do understand it. Um, you, you don't want to ring a young fellow like that because he's, he's in their system. And, and I know they've had a few players that they've just brought in and they've had one game and they've been dropped and mm. they sort of haven't seen the light of day again. But, but I think he's got a future at Origin. Oh, um, without a doubt. So, so I, th- I think it was sort of more of a, hey, mate, we're just going to rest you this game. Um, it's an interesting one, but, but playing 12 minutes and doing nothing wrong. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, and, I mean, and he's, I'll tell you what, his runs when he ran, the good thing about his runs was they're fast, yeah. they're quick. Yeah, um, I, I, but it, but you're not going to ring him and go, Matt, we're going to drop you this week. You, well, know, you know, it's, it just doesn't. I know it's what you say, not what you say, it's how you say it. I get no, it. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I think oh, he's yeah. one and done. Yeah. I think he's one and done. You, you think so? Again? Yeah. yeah, I don't think you. If Jake Javoyevich, RCG, he's 23, are all fit. And the Saifidis. And the Saifidis. Where's he coming in? No, no. He's 23. He's got 10 years of it. Mm. You know, he's going to play Origin. Mm. Uh, you know, he's, I, I think, you know, looking at, you know, the, the club he's involved in and, you know, they're, they're not going great. You want players that have got a bit of confidence at the moment coming in to try to get this sort of monkey off the back, so to speak, with, with Queensland. And, he, and, and obviously, you know, New South Wales thought that they needed to bring some other guys in. Um, they've done that. But, but you, you look at the guys that they've got playing, they're all a lot older than him. Mm. They're not going to be there forever. And, and you know, what, what other young props do New South Wales have other than Payne Haas? Like, what other young props do they have? Well, the Saifidis are sort of now 26, 27, so they're not mm. classed as that, that beginner age group, like anywhere from sort of 19 uh, to 23. And, and mate, you, you, you'd agree. Like, front rowers, like, they, they get better as they get older. Like, I mean, and, I mean, and a they, lot of players – I mean, all players get better as they get older if they're, you know, doing the right stuff. But particularly in the front row, like – they're just having that maturity and, and just understanding it. I mean, Payne Haas is a bit of an anomaly to that. Mm. But generally, um, it's that little bit older, a little bit wiser, a little bit tougher, been around the traps a bit. I, I think he'll play original. Yeah, I'd be picking Spencer. Yeah, from. well, there's another one. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk to Michael Carianis a little bit later on uh, about Spencer Lenu, whether that 17 is going to remain the same or whether he's going to be a, a late change. Uh, let's get to a break. Uh, and on the other side, we will talk to that man, the Daily Telegraph sports journalist, Michael Carianis. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment.
We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, we are closer to kickoff. So let's drive through Tugan, uh, past the airport, through Coolangatta, and let's step over into Tweed oh, Heads. We're going to enemy lines. So, yeah, we're going to Blues Camp here, and this is Daily Telegraph sports journalist Michael Karianis joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Mick? Hope you guys don't feel too dirty talking to me on the eve of origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Bring us this interview now. Seeing it is, and I don't think there's ever such thing as a dead rubber, Mick, uh, from a New South Wales perspective and seeing what's going on in camp uh, throughout the last sort of nine or ten days, have you noticed a, a change or a shift in the approach to this game or has it been pretty much the same? Yeah, it's hard to, to gauge if, if there's a real difference. There's a different energy because of all, all the new players um, that are brought have been brought into the New South Wales side. You know, you look at... Guys like like Katie Walker, he brings a a different vibe to the way um, Jerome Luai um, does, and um, that sort of thing. Jacob Safidi and Keon Colomatangi, Bradman Best. So all, all the guys that they brought in obviously naturally shake um, the side a little bit differently. But um, you guys know, and and all the players keep talking about the fact that you know there's no real dead rubber in Origin. No, there certainly isn't. I uh, I was unlucky enough to be on the end of a of a of a clean sweep. There's in, actually one on TV in, right in, now in that two, Rats watching in 2000 <laughs> that uh, that hurt me. And um, yeah, we 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 went into that with as much intensity as possible, mate. I've got to ask you. I mean, not not having the players at your disposal to speak to, and and yeah. you know, obviously hearing from the coaches and stuff. How have the coaches been? Because there's been a bit of talk in the media, or it's been reported that you know they they feel like they're being undermined, or there's a a vendetta to, to get Freddie out of the job or, or whatever it is. How have you found uh, the week with the coaching staff? Yeah, I found um, Freddie's comments the other day a little bit confusing, I, I guess. Um, you know, he's been critical of, of some of the coverage. And look, some of the coverage has been a little bit over the top. But when we're talking um, selections and, and players that are picked or, or not picked or, um, you know, why they're, you know, some of the bench rotation and, um, the use of, of Damian Cook at centre. I think they're all um, things that should be debated and um, that's what comes with, with the Origin Arena. And, um, you know, out, outside of that, we saw, we've seen Brandy go head-to-head with a few blokes, like one of my colleagues, Brett Reid, which was, was entertaining on, on 360 regarding Bradman Best selection and the like. But, you know, the likes of, of Brandy and Danny Badaris, Paul McGregor, they're all season pros and, and members of, of the Blues coaching staff. So there's no real issue. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly from my perspective, all the questions and, and the way things have been reported seems fairly valid. I mean, the, the, the makeup of the team, um, the, there's been a little bit of talk about Damien Cook potentially missing out and Spencer Lenny mm. coming in. I, I've always thought when I heard this, it was, maybe it was just, I don't know, a, a bit of hearsay. Um, can you confirm or have you heard anything different or is it the, the way they're training? Does it, does it move one way or the yeah. other, do you think? Or? Uh, Freddie was pretty emphatic um, yesterday that they'll be 1-17, to 17, whether there's that late switch and Reese Robson starts for, for Damien Cook again, like it happened in Game 2, I'm not sure, but he's pretty emphatic that Spencer Lenu won't play. Um, and it's probably the right core too, right, in the sense that, you know, Damien Cook couldn't play for South Sydney on the weekend. Clint Gutherson was the other one that was sort of tossed around as a potential guy that, that would miss out and he didn't play for Parramatta on the weekend. So that would be, I'm not sure what their fans and, and their club side would be thinking if 
Um, they're eventually overlooked for origin selection after uh, not being picked. But Freddie said it hasn't entered his mind that Peter Lenu uh, would come into the 17. So I think they'll be one to 17, the Blues. That yeah. surprises me with only one front rower on the on the bench. Well, and, and two pretty... Two front rows that are pretty light on in game time, too, yeah. starting. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now, uh, before we get your response, yeah. Mick, New South Wales assistant coach, uh, Brandy Alexander, one of our colleagues, he was asked about Freddie's coaching future this morning. And yeah, if he wants to, home. then it's up to uh, New South Wales um, chairman and board and CEO to, to come up with who they think should take this, the side forward. But, yeah, every, I guess everyone's got a decision to make. Now, on that decision, at the end of this series, if... If they do lose tonight in New South Wales, do you feel as though that Freddie will remain in the job next year or do you think, and he deserves to be given the the, the decision himself or whether he steps aside? Uh, I think it, to, to lose 3-0 off the back of a, a series loss last year, um, I think it'd be hard for, for Freddie to remain as New South Wales coach. Um, if they can come out and, and win tonight and put in a decent performance and, and it's 2-1 and you go, well, game one was was pretty close. Game two, I think they're comprehensively beaten. But um, if it gets to, to that stage, then, then maybe they're a chance. Um, uh, he's a chance of, of retaining the position. But um, if they lose 3-0, then I think there's got to be questions asked. And if it does come to that, I'd, I'd like him to, to come to an arrangement with Freddie where, you know, they, they tell him privately that he's not going to be the coach and, and he... And, and he steps down basically of his own accord rather than being sacked. Yeah, he, de- he definitely deserves that. Now, uh, in relation to the crowd, 83,000. I know before game two, there was 60,000 tickets sold. What's happened over the last 24 hours? Has there been a, a mad influx of, of purchases from New South Wales fans or Queensland fans? Do we know whether it's going to be a sellout? Yeah, I don't think it's quite a, a sellout, Sass, but they're looking around that 70, 75,000 mark, I think, is um, what the... Uh, anticipation is it's a nice night in in Sydney so if there's any walk up um you know the, the, there will be no reason not to go because of, of the weather it's a it's a pretty nice pretty nice night good conditions for for footy so um i think they'll get around that 70 75000 mark which is not too bad i think considering new south wales are down 2 nil yeah Cody walker you mentioned him earlier on he's the one from a queensland perspective yep. that that really frightens me with when he's playing yeah. with confidence, absolutely. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Do you think he's he'll be able to play that same game that he's able to do week in week out with with South? I think they'd love to see him get as much ball as, as New South Wales had in game one and game two, and and good ball. And that's been the, probably one of the there's been lots of criticisms of the New South Wales side, but the their inability to score points has has recruited them this, this series, and they've had plenty of opportunities. And you get the sense that if Cody Walker had played in in, in those opening two games, or maybe um, he would have found a way to, to score some points. And it's not just Cody Walker starting at six, it's, it's Cam Murray starting at 13 as well. And um, with Damian Cook at nine, then you're looking at that club combination, you're going, okay, well, we can see it there. And they play very differently to the way um, that, that Penrith combination gels. Um, they're not as much as, as out the back, and they try and get on the front foot a lot more than um, the way the, the, the Penrith players sort of play their footy. So I think they're going to be a bit more up-tempo than what we've seen in, in game one and two, that's for sure. That makes more sense now when you put it in, in that, when you talk about Murray, Colomatungi, Cook, 
and then yeah. Walker. It makes sense that oh. Cook and Cook does play tonight. Yeah, absolutely, and and hopefully you know he gets his opportunity in the middle and not in the centres. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Mick Carry, Mick Carrianis from the Daily Telegraph. Uh, I know you'll enjoy tonight. Uh, it's always a, a great night on the rugby league calendar. And uh, thanks for taking time out, mate, to join us on Sports Day. Mate, before you go, anytime, fellas. What, what's yep. your, what's your tip? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, I'll. This is obviously. I'm going to tip New South Wales. Boys. <laughs> New South Wales by ten. Ken Murray, man of the match. Okay. Ooh, nice. well, who's, who's your Wally Lewis medalist then, Mick? So this is an interesting one because, like, you don't. You can't give it to Reese Walsh, can you? Off the back of of two performances, I guess. If Queensland lose tonight, then potentially um, he, he comes into play mm-hmm. for, for mine. I think he's probably been. Queensland's best player. If they if they go three nil, um, you know that might tip the scales in someone like Cherry Evans's favour. Maybe I'm yep. not sure. What do you guys think? Yeah, what well, we had him in the mix. Probably probably a Reuben Cotter. I'm going to go Reuben Cotter or, or a Paddy yeah, Carrigan. They've been yeah. all been yeah. very good. Yeah, even if Queensland yeah. lose yeah, tonight and Reuben Cotter gets a, a tour or one, I think he's still yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, thanks, Mick. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure, fellas. Thank you. The local business that inspires having yours. That's the that's why the trade trusts Mitre 10. Let's get to a break. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. Wellbeing Wednesday, thanks mm. to NRL State of Mind. Buy a virtual one pass for mental fit- fitness. This is uh, Gus Warland is, this is, being, is behind this push for you're going out amongst a group of males and, and being able to talk to each other and not only being physically fit, but being most importantly mentally and psychologically fit to be able to talk about what's going on in your life. So it's a very important part of the NRL program at the moment, state of mind. So let's go inside the mind of the Blues. Now with New South Wales losing the first two games, Rat, and you've been in this situation uh, when you have lost your first two games in 2000. What's the mindset going into? So how do you flip from being, we've lost the series, we're going out and playing for nothing, but trying trying to change the mindset of your side to say, yeah, you are actually playing for something. Yeah, you know, just just actually watching that game, Sats, I noticed that, that everybody from the Queensland side were trying really hard because we were embarrassed. We Sometimes wanted, the harder you try the... And, but we are trying hard individually. Yeah. And what, what you can't do is go away from your team patterns and, and you, you know, what, what you've worked on during the week. So... Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, Freddie's had this conversation with his team and I'm sure, you know, given the, the, given the, the fact that you've got, you know, a young Bradman best in there, Mm. you've got, you've got newcomers coming to the side, they're going to want to put their best foot forward. They're going to want to play well, but the team has to play well, not individuals. So it's about them getting that right. Um, and going in and, and just putting it all out there. It's, you you got to put those first two games behind you. You you got to think about this team. This team was, you know, 10 minutes away from, you know, this being a decider in game one. Exactly. They were the better side yeah. in game one. It, it, they've got to get back to that, thinking that they're a good enough side to beat Queensland. Um, they've just got to get it together and, um, you know, stay focused for 80 minutes. That's that's the biggest challenge for them. I suppose the good part with some of these players that are coming into this game is that they don't have a lot of scar tissue. 
And what I mean by that is Bradman Best never played Origin. No. He sat back and has watched New South Wales lose a lot of games, mm. but he's un, he's not got he hasn't got any scar tissue from losing games. And then you got Cody Walker, who's had a couple of games and mm. has been much maligned after those games. But yep. he's, he's got this. And I used to, like to use the word when it comes to Munster. He's got that gunslinger attitude. Yep. It's like the memory of a goldfish. And then you've got young Liam Martin, who's a tear away. Yep. And has been New South Wales best in both games. And you've got Keon Kulamatangi again, no scar tissue no. as well. And a, and a devastating ball carrier. I, you know, they, they've got all the all the ingredients there, Sats, to, um, to win a game of football. But, you know, you can have all the ingredients, but if you if you, if you – if you put your ingredients in wrong, the recipe doesn't come out right. Yeah, that, that's the issue, and, and they've got to get that right tonight. Um, if Cody Walker can get his running game going, um, and he and he gets some opportunities early, and Cody Walker off the back of a you know a bit of confidence, he can be devastating. And that's what I worry about from a Queensland perspective is don't let him into the game. Uh, and they've got to dominate the middle and not give him any space. Um, they'll be trying to dominate the middle and and Cody have you know space to roam and you know, get that early ball that he does when he's at South and, and really run the show. Uh, might be a little bit of a challenge. We were talking about for Mitch Moses likes to run the show. So yeah. it's, who's going to take the reins? Um, I'm sure they've worked on it during the week. That's, and that's, Someone asked me today, he said, what do, what do New South Wales have to do to compete with the Queensland side? And I said, it's about, talk about state of mind and where you are psychologically. You've got to be able to play the long game, haven't you? In origin, yeah, it's effort on effort on effort, and then when you think you've done your job, you've got to come up with another effort. Yeah, and where New South Wales have let them down is again psychologically they haven't been willing to go, go the play the long game. Yeah, they try and blow Queensland off the park, and if it doesn't work, don't have the ability to stay in the trenches. Yeah, it's sort of like a boxer going out and trying to knock someone yeah. out in two rounds in a ten round bout. You know, exactly. If yeah. It doesn't work. Like, where do you go? Where do you go from here? Um, yeah, look, they've they've got plenty of firepower stats as you can see. You, you've named across. Across the park, um, I'm really interested to get see how Bradman Best goes tonight. Mm. Um, he, he's he's tough, and and he'll want to go out there and play a great game because he knows you know there are you know a plethora of centres, um, you know just waiting for the opportunity. So well, this could be his one and only shot. Could be. Yeah, with Latrell so and Tom Trebojevic and then next year. Know, Campbell Graham yep. and you know Stephen Crichton. Exactly. Um, and then there's plenty of centres in New South Wales. So he's he's got his opportunity and he'll want to go out there and, and put his best foot forward. So yeah. I'm interested to see how he goes tonight. So state of mind wise, yeah, Bradman Best has got to play like this could be the only game he's ever going to play for New South Wales and who knows what comes after that. Buy a virtual one pass, build mental fitness in grassroots rugby league clubs, and you can get that by one pass dot dot org. This is Sats and Rat, and after the break, we'll have a news update. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Polaris, a great supporter of Sports Day. It's a news update in the F1 world. I was reading something about that Oscar Piastri the other day. You know, it doesn't usually drive F1s. drives underneath, mm. the next category underneath. But finished third and not finished third, but qualified third off the grid, which is quite amazing for someone yeah. who doesn't usually 
uh, drive in that category. But Daniel Ricciardo, well, they're all saying he is back. Now, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Well, he's got a ride. Yes. Uh, in, in Red Bull's second-tier team. Yeah. So when I say second-tier team, it's – it's um, they, they used to be called Toro Rosso. Yes. The, the, the second team. It's, it's now – what's it called now? Alfa Tori. Alfa Tori. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which is one bull. Yep. In Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Alpha, one. Yep. Tori, bull, one bull. I didn't know Alpha was one. <laughs> yeah. Alpha? Yeah. But come on, you knew Alpha was I one. I didn't know Alpha was number one. There you yeah. go. I well, just learned something today. Maybe Spanish, yeah. maybe <laughs> Latin. I don't know. That's where he first but, started. But he's, he? but, he's yeah. riding, but he's driving again. He's got 12 races before the end of the, before the mid-season yep. to, to prove himself, which is huge because he's, he's too good a driver to be sitting there watching. Well, do you know what? And I like that where he has 12 races, whereas with such a cutthroat world like F1, yeah. usually they say, well, if he's not working after two or three, let's just cut him. Yeah. He's no good. Let's get another driver in. And it's a little bit like in rugby league when you, you you win a position and you're a young player. A really good coach will say, you've got six weeks. Yeah. That's your position for six yeah, yeah. weeks. So at least he gets a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah, and it's exciting for Australians in the F1. You've got um, young Oscar Pistori. You've got... You've, you've got um, Obviously, Daniel Ricciardo getting back in the chair. Jack Doohan coming Jack through. Doohan, Jack Doohan in F2 is yeah. getting some great results. It'll be interesting to see where, we're, where we are in a few years' time, but but I'm excited for this. This is a huge opportunity for um, for Daniel Ricciardo. Isn't it amazing when you look back? And Australia has never really dominated at F1 level. No. But you look at Alan Jones when he was the world champion, oh. and I think we take for granted how great of a and you're driver still full he of was, an athlete. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How great of an athlete he must have been. Well, it's become so big now too. Yeah. The F1A, eh? it's just blown up. Yeah. So four hundred eighty thousand people I had at Silverstone last week. Freakish, freakish. Yeah. Uh, that's your news update for Polaris and Polaris end of financial deals. Deals they have been extended to the end of July, thirty first of July. That means three thousand dollars worth of free accessories on any Polaris Rangers. Uh, let's get a Ream segment next, and the Ream segment is all about. The warming up of State of Origin number three. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. Except nothing less than Australia's best. They've been part of our childhoods, haven't they? Ream, of course. And this is the warm-up segment. Thanks to Ream. I was Origin just going to bust into the Install a Ream song then. Install a Ream. <laughs> For, For the, the hottest of what you've ever seen. Ream <laughs> comes on steady <laughs> hot. Anyway. <laughs> Reese Walsh, of course, has been outstanding in the first two games. And suspended for this game was outstanding in the first two games. AJ Brimson, who comes in, is he a like for like? I think it's as close as you're going to get to a like for like. I, I, he plays quick, a, hey? yeah, super quick. Um, I I, th- I think AJ plays um, a, a little bit of a better, tighter game. Plays around the ruck, around, more. around the ruck. Yep. And and <laughs> are you sneezing then? Wow. And we've got a um, and we've got a Reese Walsh. He just he plays that. Out the back and that tip on pass yep. out the back so well. Um, both have, you know, huge advantages to, to your team if you've got players that can do that. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see AJ play. And he'll be up for a good game because I tell you, he's got a, a bloke at Clubland breathing down his neck in Jaden Campbell back at yeah. back at the Titans. So um, 
you know, look, he's going to be up for it. I've got to say also what he does bring to the table is he's got a very good short kicking game. He does. So yeah. it's another at, threat. At pace, too. Yeah. He does it really well at pace. Yeah. So, Looks like he's going to pass. He just yeah. drops onto that yeah. left foot, doesn't he? Mm. Bradman Best versus Val Holmes. I think we're all looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah. Two two very different centres, aren't they? Will they be playing on each other? Um, no, actually, because Val's left and so is Bradman Best, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Well, well Crichton played well, on the right. Well, well, Crichton can play either side. Yeah, but so, Bradman plays on the left for Newcastle. Yeah, so he does. It'll be Bradman on... Hammer, the hammer, the hammer. Yeah, yeah, which will be a good matchup. Uh, again, two very different players. Yeah, um, you know the hammers, uh, that real finesse. You know, runs great lines. Got that beautiful swerve. Uh, Bradman yeah. Best is is more of your you know blockbusting, bullocking type centre, isn't he? So uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I'll tell you what the hammer will have to do if if if. If Bradman Best has got, he'll have to get in on him, mm. get in tight, not give him any wind up. Um, well, he doesn't he, pass, so he can come in and. He'll have to be completely anyway. committed. Yeah. <laughs> you always give it to him that he, he can't, can't pass. He can't he'll catch and pass. Oh, he, well, he's got that flick pass. He'll though. do it tonight. He'll catch and pass and make me look like an absolute yeah. goose. He's tonight. got. He's got that. Uh, what? What? He, he's got that nice little Matt Gidley. Oh, I say the Matt Gidley pass because he was the one that started he it. He does that, it in traffic, doesn't that he? That little flick pass, yeah. which uh, which works. So, yeah, it's going to be a good battle. Okay. Um... I'm going to ask you first try scorer. First try scorer. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the hammer. Okay, I'm going to go Murray Tawalangi. Oh, on a the double, left. A double tonight. Oh, right. He's, okay. He's playing on the fox, who has a tendency to just to come jam in. in defensively. Yeah, you're and, right. And Val is so good at catch and passing. Yeah. So or, or you get AJ out the back with that yeah. little catch and tip on. Yep. Okay, who wins is Queensland, and what's the scoreline? Is it tight? No, I think Queensland go on with it. I think they do with only Jacob Sirefeet in the middle. I think Isaiah, Isaiah Yeo will play that other mm. middle game as well, like a running front rower, yep. um, which he's used to doing defensively. I think Queensland absolutely smashed down their front door. Yeah, I, I think given the nature of, of this Queensland squad, the um, the continuity that they've had throughout the series, the, the players in key positions. I, I mean, you, you look at the squad that – I mean, this is the third different spine – that New South Wales have had in the three games that they've played. It's it's not ideal when you've got, you know, the the nervous system of your team yeah. that's running everything, changing every time you go out on the field. So, yeah. you know, I think given that, I think Queensland uh, get away with it and I think they get away with it pretty well. I think it's going to be 38 points to eight. Oh, that's a, that's a solid get away with it. I was thinking more along the line of 24-12. Except nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. Let's wrap up the show next. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, not long to go now till kickoff. Just over an hour and we are going to be at the Sporting Globe Logan. So if you're in and around that region, come down. We'll shout you a beer or whatever we like to drink. Some chicken wings, some some ribs, whatever it may be. I'm excited for chicken wings. Yeah, come and join myself and also Rat and Daddy Vass will be there as well. Yes. And uh, come and say g'day. We'll be calling the game from there as well. The Queensland parochial call. So... If you're not going to come to the Sporting Globe at Logan Hyperdome, 
wherever you're watching the game. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you to Michael Carrier for coming on the show tonight to give us the lowdown on what's happening across the border. And like I said, wherever you're watching it, enjoy tonight. Go Queensland. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day.